Wild Ruler in the middle. Wild Ruler swats that and here's September Run letting down with Mudasira. September Run moves up and takes the lead at the clock tower. Followed by swats that and they were followed by Wild Ruler. September Run driven out and the filly is going to do it again down the straight. September Run. Morgan, mate, you told me to use her as the intro and I've done it. She was superb down the straight. That's three in a row down the straight. That's a group one for Craig Williams. Hopefully he rides on one on Tuesday. Is that a cheeky hit into a Melbourne Cup tip already? Who knows? Anyway, guys, it's Thurgo here. Welcome back to the Thurgo's Tips and Slips podcast. I'm going to keep this introduction as short as possible. I'm about to click over to a pre-recorded, basically the whole podcast, with Sam and Scott previewing the Melbourne Cup runner-by-runner, runner, our quaddie at Flemington and a few as we like, along with our, obviously, our Melbourne Cup tips. But without further ado, before I cut into that, I'm going to quickly mention that, yes, there were some banning, banging winners we had uh, Ash Run, September Run, and Fiesta in the last at $12. Uh, Mystic Journey should have won. Hard luck story of the day. We're going to talk about that. But, yeah, that's the quick recap. We had three great winners yesterday. Hopefully we get one big winner on Tuesday. But before I decide who that big winner will be, let's get into the preview. Cheers, guys. All right, g'day, guys. Here I am with Scott and Sam. How are you two both going? Yeah, good. Yourself? Yeah, not bad, Sam. How are you going, mate? Yeah, just a bit sore after the first game of cricket, but good. I can cry with it for you, mate. Um, so obviously we are here to talk about the Melbourne Cup, the I guess you'd call it biggest race of the spring. Some may disagree. But we're going to go runner by runner, then we'll go through, I think me, myself and Scott got two horses we like away from the big race. Then we'll go through our tips for the big race and then the quaddy. We've made a quaddy. Um, but I guess we'll start number one, Anthony Van Dyke. Hugh Bowman, barrier three, fifty-eight and a half. Big one on the Caulfield Cup, but better draw. Where does he settle, guys? Where do you reckon he settles? Yeah, look, um, I still reckon he'll 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 stay back. He stayed, he's been a backmarker his whole career. Um, yeah. I mean, if he does jump well, he could settle midfield. Um, yeah, like you said, it was yep. huge in the Caulfield, top weight running from um, twenty. Um, yep. He's never run the two mile, and I've got him picked as a sort of that twenty four hundred horse. Um, I think history is against him. It's too yeah. Funny. So, Scott, we were talking about the weight before. What was that stat had for me about the weight he's carrying? Uh, the last 40 years, I believe. Maccabi Diva is the only one to win with 58. And yeah. He's got to carry 58 and a half. Mm. Barrier one where he gets back. I, I don't know. It just it doesn't look pretty. He's $8 like, and $2.80. He's not like getting a good price to find out either. It's he, current favourite. He's a classy horse, but he's going yeah. to have to be something very freakish to win this. I, I, could, I could he can see him running uh, race and, and placing. I, I don't see him winning. Yep. Alright, number two, Avilius. Barrier 10, Johnny Allen. 57 kilos. I was going to put a line through him, but I was on him in the Caulfield Cup and he was very, very unlucky. I reckon he could have almost won. That being said, I think it was a soft six that say or something. Back to a good four for the Cup. I don't think he'll be winning, but he's a, he's a back-end exotic chance. Anything you guys have gotten? Nothing about Avilius? I I can't have him. Yeah. He, Sam, he's nothing? Not the horse, he's not the horse he was last season. No, he's a bit of a query over the two miles well, but as I said, I reckon he had something to give him the Caulfield Cup. It's the only reason I'm not putting a complete line through him. Number three, Val Declare, Jamie Mott, 57 kilos, barrier four last year's winner. He carries five more kilos this, this year. It's hard to make a case for him going off his last 12 months for him. Yeah, um, I know last year wasn't a very high-rating cup either. And 
I think the interference really helped him get yeah. lift to get over the line. Yeah. He got away with it with a slow pace, and yep. I just, yeah, I just don't think he's going to get all the breaks that he needs to. Um, Blinkers on, interesting. Yeah. Goes forward. I'm assuming, pretty stupid not to. Did that in the Caulfield Cup, went back and did nothing. Yeah, but he's going to have to be, you know, four to five lengths better than he was last year to compensate for the weight. I, I can't see it. Yeah, same. I think fifty ones is uh, pretty generous, actually. I think that that big an increase in in weight, and he just yep. hasn't showed anything pretty much yep. since. Okay, number four, Master Reality Barrier Eleven, Ben Mel, fifty five, fifty six kilos. Sorry, if I flip to you, and I'll quickly mention last year. Um, Sammy talked. I mean, Scott, you talked about that boost he got around Declare. That was, I think, Frankie Dottori basically forced. Round if they get boosted, which dropped Master Reality from second to fourth. He's only beaten point four for length, though. But is he going as well, Sam? Oh, look, he's got solid form this year. Um, I don't think he's running as well. He yep. look, he was he was third in a Group One last year. He's been route he's been racing at listed Group Three level. Um, yep. He was actually eight lengths behind Twilight Payment um, when they met recently. Um, I don't see him making an impact it goes forward speed him a bit of a speed influence though uh yeah probably he'll be up he'll be he'll be up there yep all right number five sir dragon a i'll leave this over to you two but glenn boss rides barrier 14 55 and a half we'll go with you first scott i know you're pretty keen on him what do you got to say um i backed him when he first announced they first announced he was coming over Yep. Locked in $51. No, $26, sorry. I'm feeling yeah. pretty chuffed about that right about now. Yeah. Um, He looks classy. His yep. cox plate was soft. He, he won that with a leg in the air. Big race jockey and bossy. Drawn a gate that gives him options. Yeah. Um, just whether he stays a trip, I guess. That's the, the only real query. But the way he was at the end of 2000, he, he didn't look like it, it would pose an issue. But... You don't really know until the, the whips are cracking, do you? Yeah, so Sam, do you think to say about that two mile forms? He gone close or anything like that? And... No, he, he hasn't he hasn't run the, the two mile, but he is a Camelot. Um yep. obviously there I mean you, you look you've got three Camelots in this race. You've got um King of Leagrants, um, Russian Camelot and Sir Dragon Eight. They're yep. they're bred to run a distance. Yep. He was immense in the Cox. He was just yeah. so good. Um He's... He's UK form. He was second behind Magical um, in his last yep. UK start. And as I've said, if there wasn't um, if wasn't enable, uh, Magical would be the the Wonder Mare. Um, yep. He's my pick for the race. Yep. Getting three dollar ten places, for example, still nine dollars to win. So you're over Scott. You got some great quote going there. So quickly mention before we go to number six. What price should you tell me you got for Johnny Get Angry in the Derby on Saturday? Uh, 51, I locked in only a small bet on the 19th of July when he made his debut. I think he ran third behind Alcione and Cherry yeah. Tony, maybe. Yep. And just the breeding, and he just looked like a derby horse. So, and he's yeah. uh, shown that well played, mate. since. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, no, s- there's, there's plenty that, plenty that have just been burnt in the process. Well, mate, at least you got one home, hopefully, too. So, Dragon A, number six, Twilight Payment, Joe McNeil, Barrier 12, 55 and a half. He's back. I think he almost leads this race. That's me going off my dodgy speed map. He's beaten four lengths last year. What's he done since then, Sam? Uh, 
where I uh, sorry. Um, hey, like I said, uh, Twilight Payment um, beat Master Valley by eight lengths. Um, yeah. And he was then he was third in the Irish Saints Slant Ledger behind Search for a Song. Um, look, yep. he's been racing really well. Um, as you beat, yeah, Falcon A. Behind Call the Wind and Prince of Iran. Um, yep. That was back in February. Um, mm -hmm. He's built for this distance. Um, I think if you do get him in a draw, like a sweep, you'd be pretty happy. Um, yep. I'd be happy to take the, the 26s. All right. Number seven, very elegant. The Caulfield Cup winner. Barrier 15, Mark Zara 55 and a half. Look, her winning the Caulfield Cup was massive holding off Anthony Van Dyke. The wet track, I think, is more her go, but she proved that wasn't the case in the Caulfield Cup. But my real query is, does she settle enough for the 3,200 metres? This horse, I loved her from the start. She just always had so much potential, just pull or race, wouldn't settle. Um, I haven't backed her this yeah. year, and she's left me with egg on my face time and time again. Yep. Um, same queries, settling with a slower pace. I, I'm not sure, but yeah, Chris Waller's done an amazing job, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if she won. I think the draw helps her. I think Zara will be able to put her like two or three wide of cover, which won't get her bunched up to go make her go mental. But I still think, I haven't seen enough of her to say she's going to stay that. 3,200 metres, but you can't put a line through it whatsoever. Number eight, Mustajia. Barrier two, Michael Rod, 55 kilos. I'm pretty uh, confident to say that I don't think he'll be winning. Same goes. Yeah, I can't make a case for him. Sam? We, he's done nothing. He's, yeah. Yeah, he, got, he was doing his best work late in the Caulfield Cup, but still, I think he needs a lot easier. Number nine, Stratham Albion, Barrier nine, Geordie Charles, 55 kilos. I have no idea about this horse. I think you two might have a little bit to say, so I'll go with you first, Sam. So this is a really interesting horse. Um, he's actually was originally a hurdler, um, so that's yep. Chase. So he's, he's used to running the two miles plus with 70 plus kilos. So yep. 55 um, is no difference. He's got he's still with the Mullen stable. Um who's a, one of the top uh, National Hunt stables. Yep. Um, his last run, it was second behind Enbahar, who's a, a really top horse. And he also yep. beat Nyaf Road and Dashing Willoughby. So yep. Nyaf Road's a really interesting form line because Nyaf Road actually runs second in group ones behind Stradivarius twice this year. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's a... I, he's my roughy pick. Um, he's got a really good form line. Um Yep. The weight is 55 kilos, nothing to a hurdler. Yep. All right. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know much Scott, about. Yeah. I don't know much about Stratum, Stratum Albion, yeah. but I was flicking through uh, stories last night, and I come across an article on him with a photo of him, and he looks a treat. Looks a yep. ball of muscle. He looks. He just screamed, like, "I'm ready to run a big race." Um, yep. Yeah, other than that, I don't know much about him. Then he, he looks the goods. Okay, next, another import. Number 10, Dashing Willoughby, Barrier 19, Michael Walker. He would be, I don't know how he's chosen to ride that instead of Prince of Aaron. That's one of the stupidest choices I reckon he'll ever make in his life. Anyways, um, Sam, you told me this off air, he's got no chance. You're sticking with that? Don't like him? Yeah, no, nah, look, he, he, what did I say? He, he hasn't done 
much this year. He's got barrier 19. He won he went over the two mile and beat yep. cross counter. Um, but yep. cross counter's nothing these days to what he was uh, a year or two ago. Yep. All right, be happy to put a line through him. Number 11, Finch, another Chris Waller horse. J-Mac rides, barrier six. How much is he carrying? 54 and a half. Look, I think he's in with a chance. He was three deep with no cover in the Caulfield Cup and still hit the line okay. He's definitely going to peak here. He was only beaten one and a half lengths last year, but my question is that I don't know where he'll settle in the run because I, I hope he goes on the pace, but I think there could be a genuine tempo here with Master of Reality, Twilight Payment, um, Dashing Willby, Edward James all going forward. So I don't know if he settles out of spot. Or I don't know. Checking has a class to win. Uh, he, he's one of the ones that worry me, um, not having him in the quaddy. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he won. I don't think he will, but, yeah, again, he's got that Chris Waller polish. He's, yeah. Um, what's he, he's drawn six. Uh, he'll stay the trip. He's, you can make plenty of, you can make, make, make a case that he's a chance of winning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure with him. He's sort of one of those sitting on the fence horses. I can't. He's always can't there. Can't ride him off, and I can't tip yeah. him. But yeah. Same with Sam. Anything about Finch you got to say? Uh, he just. I I feel like these ones where you just look at him and go, oh, next, next, next race, next race. Um, nah, I'm not gonna have him. Yep. All right, number twelve, the Prince of Aaron. The magical Jamie Carr takes the ride from Barrier 1. I know you two are all over Prince of Aaron. I'm pretty keen on him too, but not the levels that you two are. We'll go with you first, Scott. What do you got to say about the Prince? Back car, drink the bar. He was huge in the Caulfield Cup. Yep. Um, like, uh, yeah. Do you think he, he ran the he, best? He, he could have won it. He ran the second fastest last 200 of the meeting. Which is ridiculous at the end of twenty four hundred meters. Yeah, um, fifty four and a half kilos. Barrier one does concern me. Um, mm. Jamie Carr, mate. He's uh, he's been here before. He's done it all. My only concern is if he just might have a touch of red cardo about him. Just that unlucky horse and yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got absolutely no knock on him and. You know, he was good last year, and he had to qualify to get into the cup. He's had a much different prep this year. He's, you know, Charlie's got him here on his own terms. I, I reckon he's the one to beat. Sam, what's his preparation been like this year? Aside uh, from the obvious Australian he's run, he's been he's been good with that without winning. Um, yep. He's building. He loves Australia. I think cars a bonus. Um, he was what September stakes. He was third behind Enable. Um, I think his better run was probably the Sargaro Stakes at Newbury back yep. in June. Ran third um, behind uh, Nayaf Road. Yep. Um, a bit of a form line is he did run third in February. Um, yep. I think that was in Dubai. Um, yep. Behind Call the Wind. So Call the Wind, um, it's got a bit of a form line with uh, Ash Run. Okay. Yep. I, I, I think, I can't knock him. I think he's... Yep. Ready, he's better form than last year, and he's ready to win. Fair enough, yeah. I'm pretty keen on him too. Basically, I want everything there is to say. Number 13, surprise baby Craig Williams, barrier 754 and a half. And this will be my on top selection. Look, 
He was very good last year. He presented seven wide, six wide at the turn almost, and he just kept coming, beaten. I think it was half a length. Um, it was drawn very. It's drawn like I think he's drawn the high teens there. He draws barrier seven. I think Craig Williams. He probably takes him close to the back, but I think the likes of he have a back to follow. Is, uh, that's my only concern. But I'm confident Williams is smart enough to present him at the right time. He was very strong in the Turnbulls of the two thousand meters. He kept running. He peaked third up here. He's only raced twice since this race last year. Paul Puska, his only intention was to win the Melbourne Cup, a surprise baby. And look, he's the best local hope in my opinion by far. I think Prince of Aaron's going to be hard to beat, but I, I think surprise baby with luck and running, presented at the right time. I think he's got he's the most promising stay in Australia, almost behind Russian Camelot. Look, he's lightly raced. I think he's ready to win the Melbourne Cup. Anything you guys have to say? Um, I can't find a reason to knock him. He's yeah. had a reasonable prep. His first up run in the Fian, that was that was awesome. I was yeah. very impressed with how he came The winner back. carried a lot um, less ground than he did. And even last start in the Turnbull, you know, he's only beaten, what, two, two and a half lengths behind Very yep. Elegant and Toffee Tongue. So he hasn't put a foot wrong. He's, yeah, he's right in it up to his ears. Be peaking as well, um, Sam. Anything you got to say? All, all good. Uh, I just looking. They, they obviously they, they. This is their aim. They've been spacing yeah. his runs. They've built him up from the sixteen hundred to the two thousand. He'll be there at the end. Yep. Number fourteen, King of League Grants, Barrier eighteen, Damien Lane fifty-three and a half. And look, I think he's over the odds at fifty ones you can get. In um in autumn, he won the Adelaide Cup over the same distance of Group 2. Obviously, a bit of a step up. That's a pretty weak Group 2, but still reinforces the fact there's not many good 3,200-meter races in Australia besides the Melbourne Cup. He's probably won the best one of them. He was good last start in the Geelong Cup behind Steel Prince, got going late. Third up, he's three starts for two wins. Um, look, from barrier 18, that's the big issue. Damien Lane can hold his own, and I don't know where he settles in the run, but... If he has any luck, I reckon he can be there at the end of the 3,200 metres. He runs all day, as you said, Sam, out of Camelot. They're bred for this trip. And I think we're getting a bit of overs at 51s and 13s. Do you have anything to say, any of you two, about him? Uh, he's... Oh, oh. Uh, you Sorry, go, you Sam. Go. <laughs> okay, I'll go, Sam, you go. All right. So, yeah, look, look he, um, he's a Camelot. I think he's he should... I can't see him winning, but I, I can see him fighting out of place. Um, yeah. Loves the distance, so. Yeah. Scott, anything to say about um, um, I think Mr. he's, King? I don't know how much better, but he's he's better than a $51 yeah. pop, in my opinion. <clears throat> um, his form's not bad. Like, he's, what did he do? He, he won he was odd on in the um, Park Cummins, I think, the, wasn't he? Second in the Andrew Ramsden. Yeah, he was odds on there, wasn't he? In the Andrew Ramsden. Which he gave her two and a half kilos there. Yeah. Yes, in the Ramsden he was. Yeah, yeah odds Roy on. Roy Higgins, he goes yep. well at Flemington. He stays all day. Uh, Barrier 18, I think that's the one no one's won from. Yeah, it is. Um, but you've got you know, Danny, Danny O'Brien and his world-class training facility and all his bells and whistles. Damien Lane... Big big race jockey, um, yeah. He, I wouldn't be wouldn't be stunned if he won. Yep. All right, number fifteen, another Camelot, the Russian this time, Russian Camelot number. Sorry, barrier sixteen. Damien Oliver gets in with fifty three and a half. And look, I don't know what to take out of this. 
I don't know how he's going to go over the two mile. He's a bit of an immature horse and doesn't really settle that well because similar, very elegant. I don't know if he goes four or back two. That's the question mark for me. I think he can race either way, but I'm not sure which will be most suitable over the two mile. You guys got anything to say about him? Um, I think he, the way he's been racing, he just, like last start in the Cox Plate, he just looked a bit dour. He just couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't like pick he, up when needed. He was the first to go and he, he looked like he was going to drop them, but he just just couldn't. Mm. And yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll stay it. Yeah. Um, it's just whether they can, Ollie, you know, he's one of the best in the game, can get him smothered up on, or get him get him sitting out a little bit wider. Maybe mm. he, he could go forward. Um, he's been racing handy. I remember one time he was scratched behind the gates at Flemington. I guess it matters how he goes in the gates. So Yeah, yeah but if you look at his recent runs, he, I think he's had <laughs> sort of third or fourth last start and in the Caulfield Stakes. Um, set up second in the Underwood, so yeah. thirty-two hundred. I Barry sixteen. I reckon Ollie could push forward, and you know that might be enough to just. You'll be challenging him nice for sure. Them and um, yeah. he's, you know, everyone's been hyping him up like he's the the second coming. But um, yeah, twelve dollars now. He it's it's okay. He was a bit silly at nine dollars yeah. a few months ago, but. Yeah, I've got no knock on him other than just the unknown and the immaturity, but he's he's definitely got class. There's yep. no doubt Sam, about that. Anything you've got about the uh, Russian? Look, I'm look I'm looking at him. I think he's I think he's run too much. I think I think he'll really struggle here. Um yeah. being a being a northern hemisphere um, three year old. Um, yep. and backing up they don't tend to back up well the, in the the Northern Hemisphere, they don't back him up um, in a fortnight, and he's done that like three in a row. Um, I think that's look. He hasn't run bad. I mean, people going, oh, he's not a hype horse. I mean, for God's sake, he's run second in a um, Caulfield Stakes and then third in a Cox Plate. That's yep. not bad. I just think he's come to the end of his prep, and I think you'll find the thirty-two hundred too far. Yep. All right. Number sixteen, Steel Prince, the Wizard jumps aboard. Is this his first Melbourne Cup ride? It might be. I'm not sure. Did three and a half kilos, barrier 21. It is his first Melbourne Cup ride? I uh, think so. No, sorry, he was over last year. Was no, he? sorry. No, it is Pike. I don't know. Um, yeah. Might be who. Anyways, besides the point, $34.50 for Steel Prince. And I'm looking at it. It was a good win in the Geelong Cup. He was getting challenged, but he fought back. Um, the barrier, it's 21, sticky, but the wizard, he's a wizard for a reason. Um, he was pretty fair in this race, I thought, last year. Like, he had some pretty big booming bailing when he won that race to get into it and then didn't really do much. But I don't know, he's come back a better horse maybe. Anything you got to say, Scott? Um, that Geelong Cup form seems to stack up. We saw that with uh, Ashram winning on yeah. Saturday. Um, he was okay in last year's Cup. He was only beaten two lengths. Yeah. So he'll stay the trip. He's gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with Surprise Baby. Yep. Um. Yeah, big Kev's throwing him out as a tip, so have a great, you know, if, have a great he, if he's speaking confident and that's the only one he's throwing out, you've got to pay a bit of attention to him, I guess. Yeah, okay. Sam, anything? I, I, in, in, the, in the Geelong Cup, I, I, I was on Lee Dondivay. I really rated that horse, um, mm. and he, he beat him by point two. Um, he's following the same um, path as Prince of Iran last year, um, so... Have a chance, I guess. Yeah, Can't I'm rule not, him out. I, I'm not going to have him. He's a 
but he's he's a chance. I'm yep. not going to have him though. Number 17, the chosen one, Daniel Stackhouse, barrier five, 53 and a half kilos. Now, after his seventh in a, what a race it was, um, before the Caulfield Cup, I was like, oh, this thing's he's, he's gone. But in the Caulfield Cup, he's run third at what, $81 maybe. So it's got my attention again. But again, last year over the two mile in the, in the Melbourne Cup, because $101 shot and ran like it. He's got a good gate in barrier five. Daniel Stackhouse, I don't know, he, he, he sits all right, but... Yeah, I can't really put him anywhere. Like, wouldn't surprise the place, but I don't see him winning. Anyone got anything to say? Uh, I'm going to self-report as backing him here. I've had a little each way on him. I sort of slipped under my radar until one of the blokes at work asked me to put a bet on for him, and he said uh, Francesca Kamani was talking him up. So yeah. I went back, had a bit of a look, and, yeah, I don't know. I... I can make a case for him. I yep. unlikely he'll be winning, but his Caulfield Cup run was good. Yeah, um, he did run second to Etta James on a bog track in a Sydney Cup, which was yeah. a true staying test. So he'll, he'll stay the trip. Um, yeah, he, he looked all right. He looked a chance of winning last start at, in the Caulfield Cup. Um, I just don't think he's quite got the class, but he'd need everything to go his way. But yeah, I, I've had a few bucks on him. Anything, Sam? Uh, nah. Yeah. All right, 18, Ashron. I was on him on Saturday, and that was a big win. I don't know what the race is called. The Hoffman, that's what it's called. Um, Backs up here. I, I saw Andreas, how he pronounced his last name, say it wasn't the original plan when he didn't get in. They got forced to do this. They their plan originally. So I don't know how he'll back up, but Barrier 24 is hard. But Declan Bates, he goes all right. Look, I think he runs the trip out, as Sam can tell us in a minute. I don't know. He's a chance, I reckon. What do you got to say, Sam? Look, oh, I'm not I'm not much of a fan of him. Um, but then again, I wasn't much of a fan of Prince Ran last year, and look at that. Uh, look, yeah. I think he's going to have to do too much in too short a time, going from the yeah. Bill Cup to the Hotham Handicap to backing up again. Um, look, he's got the weight. He's got a reasonable weight. Um, I'm not a fan. Yep. Okay, 19 warning last year's VRC Derby winner. Um, look, I can't have him. Look, he's playing since last year's Derby. He's done nothing, really. Uh, two miles, I reckon it's a tick, but look, for me, I don't have him anywhere. Sam? Yeah. Well, uh, Scott, warning? Yeah, no? I, I had a bit of a liking for him earlier on, but he just hasn't come up. Yeah. Um, and oh, his Caulfield Cup run wasn't bad, but I just wanted him to. Show it just wasn't wasn't the lead up run of a horse that was going to win a Melbourne Cup for me. So I'm happy to let him go around without my money on him. Yep. Okay. Number twenty, Asha James, the most underrated jockey in Australia. Billy Egan rides for Kieran Mind David uses barrier twenty two. Look. Um, obviously, he won the Sydney Cup, as you just mentioned, Scott, but that was a bog track. Goes to a good here. I think the emphasis is, if he's a New Zealand horse, he needs it wet. I can't have him on any basis. You guys, any thoughts? Yeah, no. You, if you jump on um, Unibet social media, Kieran Mars thrown his top five or six boxed horses for the trifecta and he's left it out. So that pretty much says all you need to know, I think. Yeah. Right, number 21, Tiger Moth. Now, this is the big one I want you to tell us something about, Sam. He's got Barrow 23, which Val Declare won from last year. McAvoy rides, 52 and a half. What have we got to say for us? 
oh, look, if I was Kieran McAvoy, I'd be pretty happy. Um, again, he's a he's a um, he's a Northern Hemisphere three-year-old. He's got yep. a really lightweight. Um, yep. He ran second in the Derby. Um, I actually yep. watched him in his lead-up races, and he looked really impressive. He beat Order of Australia, um, mm -hmm. that I actually rated. Um, he then went on to beat. Um, Grand, uh, I won on the Kiltaran Stakes. Um, I think the most interesting form line here is that he ran second to Santiago in the, the Irish Derby. So Santiago yeah. probably would have been the favourite if he had got a run. Um, he come over here and there were some, some issues. So yeah. Santiago's form line is that um, he ran third behind Stradivarius and Nayef Road over the two mile. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Santiago also beat um, Buckhurst in a Group Three, and Buckhurst ran the other day. I there's a reason this horse is um favourite being talked up. He look he's he's gonna have to get an Uber to, to catch the field at the start on Barrier yeah. 23. But look, Aidan O'Brien is probably one of the best trainers in the world. He knows how to bring these horses up. Yeah. Um, fact that he hasn't raced much like he's only had four starts doesn't mean anything yep. um he'll stay the distance it's a it's a galileo um i i've got him in my my sort of top three yeah all right anything um i i gave him a bit of a backhand in pun up today calling him tiger myth <laughs> <laughs> a bit harsh i'll i'll i might retract that um but yeah i agree with stem aiden o'brien Big trainer. Um, I just, I've been. He's no Chris I've been, This horse has taken up too much of my thought train, but yeah. I just keep coming back to it's his fifth career start in a Melbourne Cup. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got a, a son of Galileo, trained by Aidan O'Brien, owned by Coolmore. He wouldn't be in the race if if he wasn't up to it. So I, you can't write him off. Um, Fair enough. He's going to have to be good, but. But he, yep. he could just be that. He could be a, he could be anything. Yeah. All right. 22, Ocean X, Barrier 17. Gender rides carrying only 51 and a half. You want to wait into the cup in autumn beating King of Leagrants. But I think, look, she was okay last start. Returned to form, I guess, a little bit at Mooney Valley. She peaks here. I think she wants it a lot wetter than this, so I can't really have her. You guys the same boat or...? Nah, if you drew her in the cup sweep, you'd be happy you're getting your money back for running last. Yeah. Sam? Yeah, I, look, I think I'm looking at the, the tab touch and they're offering, giving you 61. I think that's generous. I think she's 100 to 1 shot. Yeah. Well, if she comes and wins, then I don't know why we t why we even like horse race. She comes out and wins. <laughs> All right. 23, Miami bound. Barrier 13. She won the Kennedy Oaks last year. Look, she was very good last start off at Mooney Valley, um, but I think she'll run the trip. But, I again, I think another horse who prefers a wet track. 35, I wouldn't be backing her at that quote, but, look, she could she could give a slight late. You guys got anything to say? Um, yeah, we, just, we just rubbished Ocean X, um, and Miami Bounds only beat it by not very much, maybe three yeah. months, so. Yeah. Yeah, nah. She's yeah. more of a chance than Ocean X, but not much more of a chance. Yeah, I, I, I don't think she can win. Um, 
yeah, she'll she'll stay the trip, but I just don't think she's there yet. May maybe next year, but yeah. Um, on another note, how good is it to see Danny O'Brien with four horses in the race, getting yes. some locally trained stayers? Mm. You know, our staying ranks have been lacking for too long, but it's mm. it's good to see someone having a fair crack at it. Yeah, all right. Last one on 24 per sand. Barrier 20 doesn't do many favours, but Mickey D. Wright, I reckon this is the most versatile horse in the race. Like, I've seen him win leading, and I've seen him win coming from behind. He's a consistent horse. I don't know if he peaked last start. He's, uh, I don't want to rule him out. He's that consistent. Like, his first start, his preparation was in a Wangaratta maiden, and now look where he is. A $31 shot at the Melbourne Cup. What do you guys reckon? Feels like he's been up forever. Probably yeah. because he has, but yeah. the horse, you know, they keep turning him out at backable odds. I think last start he was, what, $10, $12 yeah. or something, and he just he it's wins winning. the run second. He, he's yeah. just the model of consistency. Um, yeah, not the traditional cut path, but... 2020, yeah, mate. I, yeah, 2020, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Sam, per Sam? Bit of a cheeky uh, interesting rhyme. note. I, I reckon that the, the um, Lonro blood must be coming out. Being a son, he's a, actually a ho- um, stallion. He's a son of yeah. Piero, so yeah. a bit of Lonro uh, staying power coming through. Fifty-one mm. kilos. Look, he keeps, he just keeps getting up there, doesn't he? You know, yeah. he's not the worst know. horse. No, definitely not. That's 24 horses done and dusted, lads. We'll now go on to, I think, Scott, you've got two horses you like besides the Melbourne Cup. Well, I've got one. I'll go quickly. Race six at Flemington, number 11, Tavi Dance. Back from a spell, Jamie Carr sticks. Two from two at the distance. Two of, one of them racing being at Flemington. First up, three starts in his career for two wins and a third. I can't knock him, and I reckon he's the horse to beat uh, at $6 and $2.50. That's my other tip. What do you got for us, uh, Scott? Um, I've been having a look and nothing really stands out. I think this isn't really a tip, more of a statement, but if you want to start your day and build up a little bit of a bank, I'd be looking at the Godolphin runner in race one. Uh, was it ingratiating? Yeah. Um, huge win last start. Uh, yeah, looks like he very classy. Um, I'm going for a maiden in race five, trained by Matt Laurie, yep. made by Khan. It's got a pair of seconds next to its name. Mm-hmm. Um, just looks like it's ticking along nicely. Um, like every trainer, they've probably targeted this race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think at the odds, um, what's he at? $23. I'll have a couple of bucks each way on it. Uh, and then I'm going to a last race. Hopefully the pockets are full and this doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, trusty straight horse, Chicago Cub, yep. draws 16 of 16, um, goes straight to the outside, which I think will be the place to be. Yeah. Um, straight down the grandstand. He loves the straight. It's a tough competitive race, but, yeah, I reckon he's, a, he's better than, than his quote. Um, $16 in the last race. Uh, what are we against? Yao Dash, which I don't think it's been down the straight. No, it's been raced in Victoria. Yeah, but no, yeah. those having those runs down the straight, and especially a horse like Chicago Cub that's three from four, it's a huge plus. So hopefully yep. he'll be the cherry on top or trying to pull me out of a hole. 
<laughs> Hopefully it's the first one. All right, that's that done. Before we go to our quality, we'll go for our Melbourne Cup tips. Sam, over to you, mate. What have you got for us in the Melbourne Cup? Look, Sir Dragon A, um, I've got him on top. He, he, he yeah. was just awesome in the Cox. He was just, yeah. just looks just like he could have kept... Uh, Bossy just said he could have kept running. Said he didn't even break a sweat. Um, Bossy knows his horses. I think it was a pretty good lead-up race. Uh, I'm going to take the 8.50. Doesn't get much better. Uh, next, yeah. Next best, um, Prince of Iran. Um, if you can get 10, 11 bucks, is a good each-way chance. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got two roughies in Stratum Album, um, 41 bucks, And also Twilight Payment. I just I keep coming back to how good he was um, yep. when he beat... Who did he beat? He beat Master of Reality over 2,800. So they they're two good roughy chances. Yep. All right. Over to you, Scott. What's your Melbourne Cup selections for us? Uh, I'm going to stick Prince of Aaron on top or Prince yep. of Iran. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Yep. That I've just, yeah, that Caulfield Cup run. I've never seen a better cup lead up. So I'm sticking solid with him. Mm -hmm. um, Sir Dragon A, next best for reasons that Sam's just said. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the chosen one for a roughy, but yeah, I'm starting to regret that now. <laughs> but I'll stick you. solid. Yep. All right. And then for me, I'm going to go with Surprise Baby on top. Craig Loomis go back to back in the Melbourne Cup. When the last time that happened, besides on, on the same horse as Maccabi Diva, obviously. Um, yeah, I've outlined the reasons. I just think he's been set for this race for 364 days. He'll get a nice run if he presents at the right time. I think he's got the best turn of foot in this race almost. Uh, it'll be awfully hard to hold out. On top of, I'll go Prince of Aran, out, reasons out, outlined. On top of Serge Agonet and my roughy, Ognonistic sold of King of Lear Grants. That's our tips for the cup, and you can read out our quality selection, Scott. Yep. Uh, for the quaddy, we've chosen one horse each leg, two in the cup each, and the we've favorite. let the market pick one by throwing the favourite in. Yep. So first leg in the cup, Sam's gone Sir Dragonet, Prince of Aran, Zach's gone Surprise Baby, King of Leogrants, I've gone The Chosen One, and Russian Camelot. Yep. Uh, the favourite Sam, Tiger Sam's Mom, done dirty in the second leg. He's taken Sosi Bon. We've got Junipal. I've thrown in Harbour Views. Yep. Liar is the favourite. Yep. Uh, we've also got Anthony Van Dyke in leg one. He's currently the favourite. I don't know whether that'll stay, but that's what it is. Right. Third leg, we've got Sam's got Fabric, Zach's got called Dilla, called Dia. I've thrown in that. Wild Vixen. Yeah. And Liar is the favourite there. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Beer. Sam's thrown Mitch Beer in here. Redouble. Last leg. Um, we've got the Astrologist. I've got my value bet, Chicago Cub, and Yao Dash for Waterho Waterhouse and Bot. Um, what's that? 480 combinations. I'll post that with this podcast wherever it's posted. I'll pop those numbers in there. All right, lads, that's all mammoth episode. I thank you both for giving me your time on a Sunday afternoon. Not much rather be else you'd be doing. I hope. Anyways, until next time. Hopefully, we speak again soon. But thank you guys um, for coming on. Just one last thing before we go. Okay. Two have jumped out at me tomorrow. Hopefully, give us a little bank build up for. Yep. Cup day, Ballarat, race one, Marco Sparta, 345. Yep. And race three, coin drop for Paddy Payne, 485. Sports yep. betting has got the best odds on them. They both trialed like they were just ready to come out and win. 
Suck so, up the arm, mate. They're both well in the market, but yeah, it could be a nice little double, paying about 16 bucks. Right. So thank you, Scott, for coming on. Thank you, Sam. No worries. Thank you. Good luck on your investments right. on Tuesday. Yep. All right, and let's get this quaddy up. <laughs> up the quaddy. See you, lads.